welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news reviews and interviews. It was time for the Aussies and Kiwis to redeem themselves after last season's abysmal snatch game. But friends, I am sorry to say it was nothing short of a circus. It's time to discuss all things Drag Race Down Under 2. And joining me all the way from the land of Kath and Kim and Bindi and Bob, it's someone I can't wait to blank. Tom Faye. Hello, possum. <laughs> g'day, g'day. How you going? Uh, it is day for me. It is night for you because that's how it works with the upside down. Indeed, indeed, it is the upside down. It's so it's time. Time changes are mean for podcasting. Yeah, mean for you. You're the one that had to get up early. I so. know. <laughs> You're the only person I wake up early for. You should feel very honored. I I do I do to an extent, and I'm sorry that I cannot return the favor to get up early for you. <laughs> one day, one day. I mean, you've you've kind of done it before, so it, we we we've gone I guess, through it. I guess. Um. Well, da- drag race down under too. Your your friends from down under are back. Um. How are you enjoying the season this thus far? I'm enjoying this season more than I enjoyed the last season thus far. Fair. Um. Some more relatable queens than we mm-hmm. got in the first season, maybe. Um, you know, there were some great queens in the first season. However, um, I think maybe given there was the full audition process and mm-hmm. everything this mm-hmm. time around, that um, we got some more real girls. And you uh, know some of these queens. You've seen them out and about in the wild. Yes. So um, Minnie and Hannah Conda are regulars at... Stonewall Hotel and the Beresford Hotel, where I may frequent every weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's great to see them showing their skills, showing what they can do to a much wider audience. Do they know you by name? Um, Minnie used to follow me on Instagram, but she doesn't anymore. <gasps> Shady, Minnie follows me now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get her to follow you back. Um, yeah, we'll see what we can do. That's exciting. Now, obviously, there are some other um, queens from the area. Are you familiar with the work of Fofur? Um, I was not familiar with the work mm-hmm. of Fofur, I will be honest. Um, I do believe she works, performs mainly in the inner west of Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I am more of an Oxford Street scene type of girl. Which oh, so you're is... basic. That's not what I said. Um, <laughs> uh, and for those of you playing at home, there's, you know, two main geographical areas in Sydney, I guess, where queer people 
hang out, one being west, one being east. It's very wrong side of the track girl type of vibes. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and isn't there um, a queen from Newcastle this season? There is, there is, and I have no fucking clue who she is. Uh, well, it's mostly because she probably did a lot of her work um, up in Canada. I did, I did uh, see that when I did a deep dive on mm-hmm. Molly Poppins. Yeah, so you, you don't know her, you never went to school with her, you never um, hung out with her? I could not find what Molly Poppins looks like out of drag until seeing the show and absolutely no recognition no, whatsoever. You don't, you, I, no, do you, not, I, you, I don't know her. You don't hang out with hobbits. Yes, just not that one. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, let's dive into this wild little episode. Um, Huck a duck. Beverly is safe. She reads Pamara's mirror message, which she addresses to her delicious pack of cunts. Clearly the bitch was just hungry. Um, Beverly still has her terrible confessional eyebrows. Uh, that's going to be a trend for this episode, though later on in this episode, she will um, go a little lighter with them. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Pamara's message ends with some advice for the super duper Minnie Cooper. She tells her to work on her delivery. Mm. Now, as someone who is familiar with the work of the super duper Minnie Cooper, is this the kind of person you see at the shows? Minnie's very in your face, very real. Um, I will say maybe it was a little bit oh, disappointing is a strong word, a little bit upsetting to see Minnie maybe being quite as abrupt um, uh-huh. as she has been on the series. Um but that's who Minnie is. She's a no bullshit type of girl. And mm-hmm. we love it. You know, maybe that was some fair feedback from Pamara, who I'll be honest, I completely forgot was even on the fucking show until just now. Fair. Uh, have you ever seen the work of Pamara Fifth? Um, yeah, no, she does follow me on Instagram. So she is going to oh, see when I share this. And oh, good, I good. hope she doesn't hear me say all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Molly does not want to pick a fight with Minnie. As she, if she has an issue with you, they will go home. Aubrey, gone. Mara, gone. Beverly thinks that the others are looking at her to go home next as she's the youngest. But what we will see is she's good on her knees. I mean, did you see the holes in her tights? Is this a, a, was this a different video that you watched of Beverly, or is this <laughs> no episode of Drag No, Race? because also in Beverly news, she didn't ask me anything on Instagram the other day, and I asked if she was single and what her type was. She did, in fact, respond to me on her story. She is spoken for by a Canadian, and my heart is broken. Twinks, my heart is open for you now. Please DM me. Yes, yes. Any basic white boys that are looking for a man. Please hit Michael up. Thank you. I deserve love too. Anyway, as they all sit down, Beverly will come out and say that it's a safe space now without Pamara, and she found it tricky to work with her. And Minnie is like, what? She heard Beverly talk about how they were besties, and um, now she's like, oh, hello. Beverly has decided she's going to be herself and be brutally vocal about it. Now, Spanky, Yuri are congratulated for the joint win, but Yuri is not thrilled because she had to shave her eyebrows off. And of course, Beverly tells her to welcome to the club. Uh, please don't encourage this. I do not condone this action by anyone. Tom Faye, please never touch your eyebrows. I'm not going to pl- shave mine off. I'm just making sure. Just don't do and it. Yet, you know, to be fair, you know, my boyfriend doesn't have any real eyebrows, really. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to have to have a word with him. Yes, no. Well, you know, it's 
you do you work work what works best for you and it's you know as a professional drag queen as having no eyebrows maybe that is a hell of a lot easier but what about your lovers you have to think about them looking at you all the time michael i don't know if you've heard there's this um thing called makeup and you can draw on your eyebrows okay fine fair whatever Spanky thought Hannah and Molly were her competition, but that's not true. She's one step ahead of both of them right now. Hannah asked Molly if she regrets choosing her as if um, she's a bit of a curse. And Hannah is upset with herself and the fact that Spanky Jackson has snuck through. It pisses her off. In confessional, we're going to hear a producer ask Hannah how she'll top Spanky Jackson. Well, she doesn't know if she wants to top Spanky Jackson. And she's going to make an analogy here. It's like when a Great Dane's being fucked by a chihuahua. Wow, mm. how tiny is Hanaconda? You, you, you know her. Um, I guess I've only seen her in heels as well, um, and she's considerably shorter than me. Um, uh-huh. Me being six three, so yeah, she could well easily be a five five, five six type of girl. Do we know how tall Spanky Jackson is? I no, no idea. She seems she seems tall. Like I feel like yeah. she's probably yeah a bit above six well, foot. Hannah will climb a tree to get a win if she has to she will she will do it spanky will tell everyone it's time to get out of drag which minnie says aren't you already out of drag (laughs) i mean that is calling her kind of pretty though right like right it's not an insult Uh, it was silly let's read read it like that it was fun it was silly it was just you know i think minnie gets called grandma which is funny it's true <laughs> Minnie is not here to lose the competition is real she can't help that she's a fucking star and thinks that she's intimidating she's a star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hannah Molly will sing their song um, and why is their song not available for streaming yet um, you'll have to take that up with don't your you local wanna, streaming don't, service don't you want to listen to two little girls in a, a regular size world all the time um, that sounded really creepy. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a um, opportunity for them to branch out post. Yeah, there it is. Theories. Beverly will tell Hannah uh, that she is serving top in her outfit. She's wearing five with two petite little flowers. She's a gay gardener. Mm. Is plaid a thing down under? Do y'all wear plaid or is that like more of a North America uh, lumberjack realness thing? Um, yeah, I think that's more of a lumberjack realness thing. The um, only people that wear plaid are like anaconda. Straight... Yeah, and straight men that don't really have any style whatsoever. Because even her confessional look is like that—the black and red plaid. Is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Yes. Weird. Interesting. Okay. 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 Hannah's mission is to get a win. She's nervous. Her and Molly have been in their feelings. The competition is draining but fulfilling them. She is missing her support system back home, which obviously means Tom Faye. (laughs) Spanky says, when you're in a room of talented people, it makes you second guess yourself. Um, I wouldn't know that feeling because I'm always the talent in any room. (laughs) I can't even say that with straight face. Uh, Jokes. (laughs) I have imposter syndrome. An inner saboteur, if you will. We have gotten rid of that word. Thank God. Um, it's been a good couple seasons since we've heard that phrase. 
I'm is there a reason why was that phrase cancelled for a reason or no it's just because overused and stupid yeah fair okay it was rupaul trying to be like i'm a therapist i can be a talk show host too what's your inner saboteur saying no Ru. no no <laughs> um Spanky will also say that you don't want to be that bitch who is crying all the time, to which Minnie is like, I'm right here. Also, me too, same as well. Uh, I cry all the time, mostly over Tom Faye, but that's for other reasons. Yeah, totally. Totally just Tom Faye. Always, always, always. The alarm sounds, which means RuPaul is just around the corner because it's that time. They know what it is. And no, Hannah, you're not feeling with porno. Um, do you think anyone would... Behind the Hannah porno. Hannah? Yeah, or maybe Hobbit. Like, I, like I, think, I think Hannah would be the only one that would buy that. That was nasty. I'm sorry, Hannah. Rue arrives and says, it's time to play the Snatch Game. Brought to you by the star. Hey, you're from there. What's the star? The star? <laughs> that is some rainbow-washing bullshit. Um, the star is a casino. It's the only casino in Sydney um, at the moment. There is another casino. However, they had their gambling license revoked. Um, well, then you can't be a casino. That's pretty bad business. So the Star is now the only casino um, and has been there forever. And they're attempting to... Look, I shouldn't be so harsh. They're, they're looking to expand into a more of a LGBT space and attract that crowd as well with um, uh-huh. different events um, that I have seen coming up, you know, acts like Art Simone. Uh, Ella the Day was there a few months back and I okay. went to a party that she was at there. Um, however, still very much a okay. great okay. boys club um, casino. Are you a gambler? Um, not recently, no. Oh, ooh, oh, that sounds like it's a different kind of interview story for that one. Mm. Wow. Um, the star. Are we? Yeah. Are you going to take me to the star if I come to Sydney? Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll go. We can play the pokies. Oh, the pokies. All right. <laughs> um, they all know how this week will work. And Rue reminds them that the game is played by all queens over the world, but Australasia is counting on them. No pressure. Don't fuck it up like last season. Mm-hmm. But yes, the pressure is on. Yuri's wig is no, not Tina Turner. She's doing your mom. that was clever i love that so funny spanky will remind us that season one snatch game was not the team she's hoping that they'll be doing better spanky will give us a bit of her character and says oh hello awesomes uh yes that's right she's doing down on his most famous drag queen an insanely problematic straight man barry humphreys aka dame edna Mm -hmm. Uh, have you ever seen the work of dame edna Every Australian has seen the work of Dame Edna. Live? Uh, oh, not live. Oh, okay. No, I haven't seen her live. I don't know. If <laughs> I have. She, she is. Oh, so, well, so I, when she was on When she was on the Broadway, I got to go see her. There you um, go. Now, if y'all don't know who Dame Edna is, you got to go do your research. Uh, she is very talented, very extraordinary. Uh, but also, this performer is a straight male, being an old dame. But when he's out of drag and judging theater shows on the BBC, he is a predator. Uh, go watch clips of the reality show Consider Yourself on YouTube uh, and watch Mr. Barry Humphreys give critiques to young women vying to play the role of Nancy and Oliver. Yes, very uncomfortable. I have not seen those. Um, 
but I am aware he's a can be problematic. Yes. Like watch Graham Norton try to curb him and be like, okay, maybe you can't say that. Let's move on. And he just keeps going. He's just yeah, right. one of those old men that just doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That being said, Dave Mann is such a fucking good choice. Yeah. And to a T, like it was a spot mm-hmm. on impersonation. Yeah. Yuri will be taking on the role of Courtney Love. Um, not a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Minnie will ask who they think she's doing by showing a short blonde wig and male clothes. And no, it's not Mr. G. It's Alan. <laughs> uh, and Mr. G, for those unaware, is a character from Summer Heights High. Yes. Um, I've never seen the show. Yeah. Um, I think Americans are more familiar with uh, Jemay, the private school girl. Mm-hmm. Um Jemay and Mr. G were both characters on the original show being Summer Heights High, where Mr. G played a gay but not gay uh-huh. drama teacher. Of course. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you think Mr. G would have been a better choice for Minnie Cooper? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Well, Minnie is feeling incredible. She thinks she can volley with Ellen and she does a lot of hosting. This is what she does back home. Molly will be taking on the role of Orville Peck, a.k.a. the gay cowboy with no face. Oh, honey, this should have been brilliant. She could have won, but she sucked. There, I said it. Spoiler for my critiques on this game. Um, what are your opinions on Orville Peck? I have no fucking clue who he is. I had to Google it. Oh, my God. Um, if you just listen to that tone of his voice, it makes you want to do things. Oh, Sexy. I don't have that American cowboy complex that American gay boys seem to have. Um, we do. Well, I um, don't. <laughs> he did. He did. He has a song with uh, uh, Tracy Martell. With who? Tracy Martell. And who is Tracy Martell? Trixie Martell. Oh. <laughs> yes, they do this oh. song together. Oh um, yeah, and good. I definitely have listened to all of Trixie's albums. You should. Um, <laughs> And, 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 and Orville Peck was also a guest judge on the other drag television program called Dragula. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've, yeah. Rue arrives to see where the celebrities are. First, we have Hannah, who has a wig with glasses. It's Drew Barrymore. Uh, to be fair, she did not see Willow Pill bomb also. Uh, Hannah's lisp is natural, so the voice would have been spot on. I would have liked to have just gotten at least a snippet. Yeah. But Rue will spot that pussy with cat wig. It's Liza. Hannah puts the hair on to show Rue a little bit of Liza. And Rue will ask how Mama would feel about Drag Race. And Hannah's words, um, stumbling in the exact impression, but most Liza's do. But uh, it's funny and really stupid. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Now, Hannah will will continue to say that uh, this is a continuation of Liza's journey on Snatch Game. This will mark Liza's third appearance following Alexis Michelle's win on season nine and Scarlett Bobo coming oh so close on Candace Drag Race season one. But conspiracy theory, Liza's the best character to do on uh, Snatch Game. I think Liza is a great character to do on Snatch Game. I think there's a lot of great characters to do, and I think it's just lucky that Three Queens did Liza well. It's true. Because we've definitely seen other queens do what should be an easy win. 
terribly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Hannah's anxieties are simmered down when she spoke to Rue. And with that confessional, you knew she was either going to win or come oh so close yet again. Uh, very much like Scarlet Bobo. That's where I thought this, this edit for Hannah was going to go. Beverly comes over to Mama Rue with her blonde wig and magnifying glass. And it's not Latoya Jackson. <laughs> it's Val Garland who hosts Glow Up. She is also known for her catchphrase, Ding Dong. Why do we not have a Val Garland UK Hun mashup? I, I do not know. Bing, bang, bong, sing, sing, song, ding, dong. Come on, <laughs> funny. Come on. <laughs> One of you people need to do it already. Let's come on. Let's do it. Uh, are you familiar? It. Are you familiar with the, the uh, works of Val Garland? A um, little bit. I've seen a few episodes of Glow Up. Um, I have not seen anything. So you're better than she, I am. I, I knew who she was. Yeah. Now, Beverly will do a line for Rue. And it's funny, but um, because Rue, once again, has zero idea who this woman is, is not going to laugh. It's, it's going to be a bust. Um, I want to know what her backup choice was. Yeah, because that could have been really useful for her. <laughs> yeah, could have been, could have been. Rue asks Beverly if she's considered funny by her friends, and she says, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> why is she lying to Rue? I th- think she's also lying to herself. <laughs> Rue will tell her it's less about the impersonation and more about having fun, and Molly is right. The girl might be in trouble. Queen Kong! Is going to join Rue with her blonde pussycat wig and it's Nina Leakes. And Rue will tell Queen that she sees her as a stern person, not like Nina Leakes-isms are here. Um, interesting character choice. Yeah, I I don't really enjoy it when Queens decide to do a Real, real Housewife as a character. Mm-hmm. I just always find them falling fairly average. Like, what is the 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 history of the Real Housewives um, in Australia. Do you ha- watch ours, or do you focus more on? We you watch have? your. We watch yours. Um, Real Housewives of Melbourne is mm-hmm, quite right. successful. Mm-hmm. Um, Real Housewives of Sydney. Had have one you been season. on that one yet? No, yet. No. Um, well, there was only one season in Why did 2017. It fail? Um, I enjoyed it, but apparently they just fought too much. Um, do you know what's really good? Real Housewives of Dubai. So I have heard. So oh I my God, heard. you need to watch. It's very good. Chanel Ayan. Woo! She's a drag yes, well, we can do that on a whole other podcast, which yes, is yes, Tom yes. Should Watch. There, there it is. Now, Queen will share that she's going to do what she did with Minnie, and let's have fun. Once she's in her head, there's no way out, and Rue tells her that getting in your head has to do with how other people see you. She tells her to give herself permission to have fun. Um, have you seen the work of Queen Kong before? Uh, no. So Queen Kong is an Adelaide queen. Yes. I, that's correct, isn't Give us it? a yes. geography um, lesson. Where is Adelaide compared to Sydney? Okay. Um, if So Sydney's east coast in the middle-ish, maybe closer to the bottom. Um, Adelaide's in the middle on the southern coast. And with Perth being on the west coast, similar similar size to the US, actually. Mm. If Brisbane is New York, Perth is LA, Sydney is not quite Miami, okay. a little further north, and Adelaide would be Dallas. Okay, cool. Interesting, interesting. Thanks for the history lesson. So basically anything in the north doesn't exist. We don't care about the north. 
Um, we yeah, we don't even care about Brisbane. <laughs> All right. Mini is summoned over as Rue is going to replace the word money with the word mini to the tune of For the Love of Money. For those who may not recognize that song, that was the theme song of the smash hit reality show called The Apprentice. Remember that show that was hosted by the reality TV personality turned corrupt two-time impeached president of the United States, Donald Trump? Good times. Good times. Why would Rue do that? I can't not hear that song and think of fucking Donald Trump anymore. So that was really mean of Rue. Yeah, this didn't um, crop up until just now for me. So, did you ever watch The Apprentice? Uh, no. Celebrity Apprentice had a lot of housewives on it. Oh my god. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, Rue immediately knows that she's doing Ellen, and this will mark Ellen's second appearance following Blair St. Clair's attempt on All Stars Five. <laughs> Rue tells Minnie she's already character, so she needs an angle, to which Minnie is like, she's Ellen's lesbian sister who works in the gay bars. And Rue asks her what Ellen's sister, lesbian sister who works in the gay bar name is, and Minnie says, Bellin! And I'm 100% convinced that we got played by the edit because Rue cracked up. It wasn't funny. I didn't get it. What? Why did she laugh? I don't know, and I don't know who Bellin is. I don't know if th- there's no Australianism there that's right. been missed by US um, audience. <laughs> As Hannah says, Minnie raises an eyebrow and ruins in stitches. She sold. Well, because the story editor sold her so, Rue asks Minnie how she's doing with the other girls. And they have told her that she has to work on her delivery of her honesty. And Rue is like, oh, tell me more. I love juicy conflicts. Mm. Shady Boots is about to arrive because Minnie Indeed. will share that she shares her truth and then decides to reveal that she found it very interesting that Beverly and Pamara were a lot of the time saying that they got along on the catwalk, but Beverly first said when she left that they didn't. And, oh, little baby twink is not happy with the super duper Mini Cooper. She just threw her under the bus in front of RuPaul and she had nothing to do with it. Rue is going to leave after calling Minnie a disaster. And let's be honest, she a disaster. <laughs> But the most beautiful, amazing disaster to watch. A fantastic disaster. Now, the queens are going to paint, and we're going to ask them, are they happy with their Snatch Game characters? And yeah, they are. Yuri's strategy is to be her and be a messy old bitch. Hannah is feeling confident, but scared, but excited, but riveted, but ready, a.k.a. One Night with Tom Faye. (laughs) Queen says that her conversation with Rue hit the nail on the head. She felt seen. She remembers the people behind her. It's not just about her. It's about everyone else. And I was like, aha! This is where the winner's edit's coming in. Let's all be on Team Kong soon. This is going to be a thing. She reveals that where she comes from, she was lucky to be able to go off and have a career in what she does. Her sister was 14 and dropped out of school so she could work with her mom, sacrificing her schooling so she could go off and make something of herself. And I was like, oh, that's heavy. Yeah, big big sacrifice. Um, Yeah, I was a little bit shocked by that, but... Hey, listen, if you know you have a star in the family, make them a star, then they'll support you later. I don't have a star in my family. I am the star in my you family. Um, yeah. So it's hard for me to think about giving something I, up for someone else. I hear that. I hear that. Mm. Well, anytime Queen was having fun, she felt guilty. She didn't feel like it was fair, but family is huge. And that's why she's going to push her ass through the competition. Hannah 
is going to ask Bev how she's doing and shares that she's upset that Minnie mentioned her name to Rube. And in confessional, Minnie's like, well, say sorry, I was honest. Minnie will speak up and say that she told the judges that they got along, but told them they didn't. Her point is that she didn't tell Pamara to her face. She said it to her back. And Beverly will say she wasn't part of her group and bringing up her name was a low blow. Aubrey and Minnie, Pamara and Minnie, Bev and Minnie, the whole season, Minnie versus XYZ Queen. And I was like, what's Zed? What, what, what are you talking about, weirdos? Uh, Zed is Z. Yeah, why can't you just say Z? Why can't y'all just say Zed? And what's like a zebra? No, a zebra? The animal, the, the, the black and white yeah, animal? I, no, it's yeah, a zebra. I know what it's, yeah, it was, oh, I thought you were genuinely asking me what a zebra is. And I was like, no, oh, it's a zebra. A horse with stripes. You say it Ze- wrong. Zebra, zebra. It's called an accent, Michael. It's wrong. It's not wrong. It's just different. Fine. Beverly will throw out, what if she told Rue about Minnie's problem with Pomara? And Minnie claims that she would have been fine with it as she owns her shit. Minnie wants Beverly to own her shit, too. Well, Beverly's truth is that Minnie shouldn't have brought it up and it hurt her feelings. Um, okay, we love when little boys uh, say their feelings are hurt. At least we're being honest with ourselves. And we should admit as males that we are hurt. Yes. No toxic masculinity. No. Molly's going to chime in and say that it can stay in the workroom and Rue doesn't have to know. But Minnie believes if you do something wrong, you have to own it. Her intent wasn't to hurt Beverly, but to make her accountable. She is basically saying it's like not an age thing, but like the girl is 21 and she hasn't learned full accountability yet. That takes time and experience. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure you remember yourself when you were 21. Yeah, I was dating a woman. What? (laughs) You were lying to yourself. I was. I was lying to everybody. (laughs) How's that woman now? Um, Yeah, no, she's really good, but Really good friends. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Happy story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neither Hannah or Molly want people to be upset. Minnie will say that Beverly hurt her feelings too, as she feels like she's being barked at. And Beverly doesn't want to be another part of Minnie's hurdle list as any queen fighting Minnie goes home. She is not part of that narrative. All I got to ask is why? Why did this have to happen? Why did Minnie become the villain? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, delivery I is important. She could have talked to Beverly and said, hey, you weren't honest. She's going to watch this back and she's going to hear you say these things. Own it. So tell, tell, tell everyone why you said it. That could have been a okay, great teaching moment. Look at the <laughs> bond between Bev and Minnie. No, this was like, you were wrong. You fucked up, bitch. Yeah, and that's exactly it, you know. Minnie was saying, like, had the right message of own your shit, but it's for Bev to own that shit, mm-hmm. not for Minnie to own Bev's shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. It's time for everyone's favorite game, no matter what continent they're on. It's Snatch Game. Our contestants are the face of a newborn and hair of Ronald McDonald, Reese Nicholson. And we have a painter better than Van Gogh and has twice as many ears, Raven. Uh, she didn't get the intro of a face of a newborn because that face is very manufactured and fake. Where's the lie? It's true. Um, I, my face has never had anything in it. Though I probably need Botox. 
I shan't make any jokes. Do you about that. do do you have Botox in your face right now? Um, I don't have Botox in my face right now. What do you got? No, well, I might have something else in it later. Oh. oh. Ew. Where was Michelle? I, I yeah, I was surprised not to see Michelle there. Um, do you think- was, I, I enjoyed seeing Raven, um, but. Do you, I, do you think Michelle, Michelle was playing a didgeridoo? Women aren't allowed to play the didgeridoo. What? Why not? That's a whole other thing. <laughs> have you ever played a didgeridoo? I have. Are you good at it? Well, I mean, I I'm sure you are. I wouldn't say I'm good at it. I can give it a go. How, how long are didgeridoos? Um like more like they can be very long like the shortest that i've seen is maybe a bit over a meter so like three to four feet okay thank you i was like that that's not computing we don't do that here yeah you're probably looking five five foot six foot foot. oh wow that's that's, generally that's that's big okay that's like social distancing exactly yes one didgeridoo apart all right, let's meet our stars. First up, it's Ellen DeGeneres. She's got the mannerisms, but that voice is not there. Uh, when asked how her wife Portia is, Ellen says she calls her a boomeranger because every time she throws her away, she keeps coming back for more. I'm Ellen. So basically what we're getting here is Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live. Good reference, bad use of the soul joke. Mm. Mm. It's Lannis- Yeah, go ahead. Can we talk about Ellen's face um i feel like Minnie painted over her eyes almost it looked like her face was melting it was not the cleanest face it was very very strange it's Atlanta's favorite housewife Nene leaks and queen has the attitude but needed to go bigger like rue's gonna ask her how it feels being down under and he says she thought she was asked to the family cookout so who are all these white people and that was a funny line though That that was that was good was funny. Was good. Was good. Um, the accent was very lacking, though. Can I just make a suggestion to Queen? I think you could have gone with a different character and it would have been the funniest thing ever and you would have won. She should have done The Rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah it yeah, would I have been hilarious. Well, look, you can time travel back, use your time turner, go back, let her know. I will. I, I will call her. It's rock star Courtney Love. Is she feeling fantastic? Any new music coming out? Music? Okay. She, she's she's figured out drunk Courtney Love. She's she's got the '90s version down pat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, well played. Host of Glow Up. It's Val Garland. Does she have any makeup tips? A smoky eye never goes unseen. She once did a smoky eye of Elton John's asshole. She saw him sing "Hold Me Close" to tiny. Dancer from his posterior. What? Yeah, what? I don't know if it was she was trying to make those words rhyme and if that was meant to be part of the joke, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't funny. Wasn't no, good. Wasn't funny. No. It's Judy's daughter, Liza Minnelli, uh, or the Tasmanian Devil, you decide. Um, yeah, good luck for the subtitles indeed. Um, are you a fan of the Tasmanian Devil? Um, yeah, they're like they look like a little like dog to be. No, like, I'm talking about the cartoon. 
Tasmanian Devil. <gasps> oh my God! You don't have the Tasmanian Looney Tunes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, no, I can. I, I can picture it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been around. Yeah. Is that that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Long time since I've watched Looney Tunes. Have you ever been to Tasmania? No. Why not? Um, it's, it's across the water. How how far is it? Um. From Sydney, it would be a, 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 a hour forty-five flight. Uh, uh, and I'd be like, "Okay, I'm going. I want to go see a real Tasmanian devil." Fine, fine. You, you do, you girl. It's fine. Whatever. We got country music mystery man Orville Peck. Okay, so he's gay, but what the fuck is that shirt? Um, so bad, and the voice not deep and sexy. This was mm. anything but that. Like, what? Also. Has Rue ever had a cock-sucking cowboy? Reese has. Um, have you ever had a cock-sucking cowboy? Uh, yes, yes. It's, it's a very, very tasty drink. Can you tell me what's in a cock-sucking cowboy? Um, I believe it is. Um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Come. <laughs> What's it? Uh, it's half Bailey's and half butterscotch schnapps, I believe. Okay, I was going to say two items that have nothing to do with a cowboy, but I'm here for it. Very, very tasty and sweet. It's very yummy, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to have one of those tonight. Mm. Finally, it's Australia's national treasure, Barry Humphreys. Um, I mean, she nailed me. Edna, the hair is right, the glasses are on point, the shirt is Liza, but it's fine. Um, has she ever played Snatch Game before? No, but she's played Hide the Snatch because it's under her flaps now. Okay, funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. First question is to Raven. Kiki the kangaroo is the world's first drag marsupial. She doesn't just hop, she blanks. And Raven says death drop. Okay, good. <laughs> Nini says she has a Kiki in her family. She is a lot, so she lets you have it. Not funny, but it's fine. Yeah, like it wasn't a terrible answer, but mm-hmm. yeah. Barry Humphrey says the kids today are telling a whole new lingo, so she says shit slap. Is that slang for something else? And she says it's what her flaps do in the morning now. Okay. This is good comedy. Good comedy. Mm-hmm, Orville mm-hmm. Peck says reverse cowboys, uh, like the reverse cowgirl, but too dirty for television. Meh. Yeah. Nah, just, for Reese, Raven is launching a new fragrance. It smells like blank. And Reese says, shit. That's the top note. Desperation is the rest. Uh, uh, if you had a fragrance, what would the scent be? Shrimp um, on the bobby? No. Sausage sizzle? No. There would probably be some form of sugar-free cola. Uh, of course, naturally. Non-specific. Right. <laughs> Ellen Copyright says she's purposes. walked past Raven's dressing room earlier and smelled cock. Now, Minnie fumbles, but if she leaned into the manic panic that is Ellen, it would have been funny. Because Ellen is nervous and neurotic. But alas, she didn't. So how would Ellen know what a cock smells like? She's had a daddy. And I, too, do not want to further the investigation. Yep, no, I think we should just put that down. Courtney does a rat tail, which I believe is a line of Coke, uh, and shows us the shoe she would have worn if she wore shoes. And her answer is teenage horror. This is why when you pick a crazy person, you can make it work for a snatch game because you can do shit like that. Yes, okay. Um, Thank you for explaining rat tail to me all i heard rue say was rat and i thought rue had meant like a rapid antigen test 
No, 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 no. And was she, just doing she, a quick no nasal swab. No, I, I believe I believe it was she was do, she was doing a line of coke. Well, um, look, I, I'm, I'm I've I've never done drugs. Of course not. I wouldn't no, know. I never ever. Nanny Lee's heard she's been around the block, so she's gonna go with ass. Uh, almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. Val says she looks at Raven and sees makeup that has promise and makeup that is beautiful. She wants to smell something that oozes the sexuality that Raven oozes. So all she can think of is the tingling sensation of lesbianism. What does it smell like? It smells like Ellen. Bing, bang, bong, indeed, Reese. Could have been good. Mm. She could have volleyed and picked it up and won, but no, no. Yeah. Question. Is Val a lesbian? Is that what the joke was there? I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Liza wrote warm peppermint kisses. So what's keeping Liza from doing a fragrance? Well, she wants to discuss a business opportunity with Rue, a cover albums of her songs. She would like to record Sissy That Walk and um, Rue's going to ask her to sing a little bit. She starts to sing and all, it's all just like noises. But also, here's the, here's the smart thing. Just like Mother did in this game, she picked Rue songs so she didn't lose the copyright and it was the jokes were allowed to land. Yes. What Jinx did, it's what Hannah did. Brilliant. So yes, anyone yes. who ever is going to want to sing on this part of the show, you have to use Rue material. Yes, yes. Very um, smart. And I will say, I will buy that album of Hannah Conda as Liza Minnelli as RuPaul. Hey, I'm here for it. DM Hannah and say uh, Stonewall Hotel needs a cabaret night of you doing that show. I will. Good. I will. I will hunt her down this weekend. And please I do and tell her, her I know. actually came up with that idea for her, so um, I should be able to be flown in for free by her. Yeah, and ten percent of all profits. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. Also, just just spoiler ahead, listeners. Um, Liza won. Judy Garland won. All in the same year. Mm. Spooky ookie. Spooky ookie. Basically, someone's got to do Lorna Luft and you got the whole family winning. <laughs> oh, God. If anyone does Lorna Luft, I don't know what it would be. It's not funny. She's She's so sad. Is that Liza's daughter? No, Lorna Luft is Liza's sister. Have you ever seen Grease 2? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm serious. She plays Unfortunately, Paulette. She plays Paulette, the blonde. Does, is there only one sister? Like, has Liza only got one sister? I believe so. Yeah, then I, I've seen her. She was on an Australian music quiz show. <laughs> yeah, um, good for Lorna Luft. Has yeah, to go cool. to another country it, it, to be famous. Called Spicks and Specs. It's really good. Well, it was really good. Anyway, that's my story. All right. Next question is for Raven. Last night, Reese dreamt that he was making wild, passionate love with Michelle Visage. When he woke up, his blank was missing. Raven says, teeth. And I don't want to know what kind of passionate love that was. (laughs) Mary Humphrey's secret is she does everything that everyone offers her. She quite often loses her teeth in a pie, but her answer was ring. Good, good, and then no bad. Not a good answer, and it's fine. Yeah. Orville says assless chaps and then stands up, and that's not an ass I would like to slap. We're not here to body shame. Um. Well, I just heard that's a Newcastle thing. Body shaming. No, uh, bad butts. Was that a read? 
Yes, it was. <laughs> it was very, you have you have very flat posterior. Okay, Val. <laughs> Saying oh, whatever that bitch's name is. No, yeah, no, that's fine. I, and I, yeah, I, that was just a poor excuse for a crappy gimmick. Eliza will say if Mascazora goes the right way, he might lose his blue balls. Boom, Tish. All right, the final question is for Reese. Rue has written a new movie about a drag queen who searches the world to find herself. It's called Eat, Pray, Blank, and Reese goes with Tuck. Courtney Love wrote, fuck me in the ass and call me Samantha. Why Samantha? She forgot the name. Orville will say that when he's done with her, she'll forget her name too. So Molly just made Orville peck straight. What the fuck? Yeah, it was a strange divergence that I guess maybe was just a grasp at or any sort of clutch at this isn't going great, I need to To switch it up. To be fair, she yes and, but lost the character while doing it. Hmm. Hmm. Val Garland has now blacked out her teeth and says she hopes the ladies on, on the panel go on a journey as well as the makeup choices are less than desirable and her answer is ding dong girl too late for that line that should have been answer number one and you should have used it every single fucking time I did not know that this was um, Val's catchphrase, catchphrase yeah. but uh, you can actually go on YouTube. Just do it. You, you can go on YouTube and see little compilations of Val uh, Garland saying "Ding dong," she's very passionate about it. So, okay. Ellen says, "Be gay." Thanks very much. She's Ellen. And down to Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, because Lisa with an S goes blah, 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 blah. unintelligible. Liza is like QVC Liza. If you've not seen the QVC or. or Shopping Network um, video where Liza selling shit. It's fucking brilliant. Um, okay. Yes, uh, Liza said yes. She will be in the movie. This was such a good character study. Yeah. Good job, and, Hannah. Good job. And this was such a great answer because. Well, because she has the song "Say it. Yes," and it, it all tied together. Hannah, yeah. good job. She did her homework. She, she went homework. in there with a plan, and she knew what she was doing. Well, the game is over, and Art Simone watching this would be like, I would have been safe with these spider fuckers. This was not the ticket. This was not good. You had one good performance, two passable performances. I'm going to say the rest were bad. Uh, I'm counting one great, one good two possible three bad it's because you because these are your people you want to honor them and and because they actually will find you and kill you if you say mean things no well because the only two that i actually know i've put as great and bad okay good 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 (laughs) and i think you agree full full full-heartedly with both Oh, absolutely yes i do well it's a new day and it's a stare down between molly and hannah and that was weird um i don't like those kinds of games i get very uncomfortable very quickly like don't don't stare me down like so how do they all feel about snatch game well hannah is ecstatic though molly does call her uh the tasmanian devil um and what which prompts many to say that molly looks like the tasmanian devil maybe like that read went a little too far we haven't gotten to the reading challenge so maybe like save it for that you know i don't know whatever Mm, Hannah believes that Minnie and Bev should be concerned and Minnie is feeling like shit 
she will say that she wasn't in a great headspace because of her conflict with Bev. And I was like, oh. Oh, you're going to blame that? Yeah. Oh. That's how I read that, too. Okay. Well, Spanky has decided since there's no new trauma for this day, we're going to do impressions of one another. Hannah will do Spanky, and she jokes for that being from North Palmy. She dry humps because she's gone through all the gays. Um, are there not a lot of gays in New Zealand? Is that the, the answer, or just none in North Palmy? Um, I think a little from column A, a little from column B. Um, yeah. Um, have you had you heard of Palmerston North before the show? Uh, not no, no. No, no, no desires to go there and, and go hang out with Spanky. Spanky seems great. I feel like I'd get along really well with Spanky and I feel like Spanky yeah. would put on a good show. Yeah, I do too. I mean, she, she has won a, a drag reality show before. Was that... She won love... season two of uh, House of Drag. Hosted and by at... Kid Amin and Anita Lager. Yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I just got to Kaluzzi. see Kid Amin. I got to see Kid Amin live. She's a very, very good performer. Oh my God, I loved her performance. Yeah, right. Um, she first performed a, her original song and did magic, like, you know, in the talent show, which is actually good. Mm-hmm. RuPaul mm-hmm. just hates magic. Um, and then uh, she performed um, Rise Like a Phoenix. Okay. Conchita Worst, Eurovision. I was like, yes. Mm. All right. Um, Spanky is going to do an impression of Hannah. and basically just sounds like a dolphin, which is not wrong. No. no. Are those the noises that she has on mic also? Um, that's, that's exactly what you get when Anaconda's anywhere. That laugh takes up 50% of the airspace and it's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's wild. Uh, did you know that there is an episode of Travels with My Father with Jack Whitehall that features both Minnie Cooper and Anaconda on it? Is there now? Yeah. I didn't realize they came to... Yeah, Sydney. they put them. They put them into drag. It's very. You can find the clip on YouTube. It's very funny. I've got a very um, long list of things that I need to watch yeah, now. You have to. Molly, Molly is asked to do Minnie Cooper, and she says, "I'm Minnie Cooper, and it really hurt my feelings when I came for you and threw you under the bus." Thank you very much. I'm Ellen. At least Minnie can laugh at it. Yeah, that's one thing that not many people can do, and you have to fucking credit her, is being able to laugh at yourself while others laugh at you. She yeah. can fucking take it. Not many people can. Yes. And that's why I do love Minnie. Minnie is so good at laughing at herself. And, and even when, that's so much of her humor when she's hosting. And, and, she, and she can love admit her. when she's bad and, and wrong. Like yeah. That's something many people can't do. It comes with age as I'm learning. Michael, when have you ever admitted that you were wrong? I'm never wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is that can be another podcast literally queen <laughs> will do yuri and she will say i've been doing her i've been keeping quiet i'd watch that video <laughs> that's funny that was very funny um and that's on that that's all we got this segment was boring i don't yeah. even know why we had it it's time to hit the main stage and rupaul is in the most incredible insane look ever it's a simple black dress with a fucking hooded cape lined in fuchsia. It's stunning. I want one. 
Is this like, is she being like, I want to be on The Hobbit? What was she wearing? Is she a wizard, Harry? What is happening? I, I would like to know what the inspiration for this look was. It was so simple, but it was stunning. And it was loved just it. very unexpected. I loved it so much. We have Michelle Visage and Reese Nicholson and no special guest judge. Are there like no celebrities in New Zealand or Australia? Like, why could they not find someone to sit on that panel? I'm, I'm not sure when they filmed this and maybe it was during a... Impossible it was probably, I think it was, travel period. I believe it was like February, March mm, around that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what the situation in New Zealand was at that point. Um, I know that we could travel in and out of Australia, but I'm not sure. Now, what, what celebrities from Australasia could we have had? Like who, what, who's down there that the world needs to know that, that are um, cool and fun and gay? Um, I thought uh, Sheila Carson last week was mm-hmm. great to see her on there because she's everywhere at the moment on Australian TV, at least, um, and love her. She's great. Um, I mean, I already pitched uh, Joel Creasy to Art Simone and she said that would have been an overload of gay. Uh, you can't have the two of them together because then it's, <laughs> it's a b- battle of the twink, as she said. Um, but yeah, I'm no, waiting seen- for Joel Creasy. I've seen Joel and Reese in a show together and it was pure chaos. <laughs> pure gay chaos. I hate also that Joel Creasy's like boyfriend is so hot. And also, if you didn't know, he's the model for um, uh, a designer own t-shirt company. I know. I know. He's so hot. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Category is Cirque de So Gay. And in honor of the runway, we are going to play Clowning Around or Elephant Dung. Who? What? We're going to play Clowning Around, so it's a good look, or Elephant Dung if it's shit. Oh, I understand. <laughs> Thank you. Mini Cooper, look by Mitzi McIntosh. Uh, the 50-year-old is wearing Heelys. I repeat, Grandma, go and break a hip. I think this was playful and fun and energetic. Love the colors she selected. The patterns do clash, but in a very delightful way. But if you're going to go clown and you see two others in the workroom going clown, why is your face not white? Like this was a missed opportunity to do a really cool makeup look. Um, I think, however, if Minnie had done a cool makeup look like the other two clown queens did um it would not have come close to either of those other queens looks and i think it would have actually been a poor move to attempt to do something along those lines um based on what i've seen of minnie's looks maybe comedy is stronger for her than fair makeup skills that's fair it's a polite way i can say that Michelle says the look is beautiful and her face is beautiful. Both she loves was when she's funny. In Snatch Game, she was not funny. Reese says it's the first time in the performance where she didn't feel in control and Minnie says that she was drowning and she knows it. I'm going to give this look a clowning around. Yeah, clowning around. I loved it. Fantastic. Audience, 41% clowning around, 59% elephant dung. Next up, Queen Kong. No designers listed. I am so mixed on this look. I hate it and like it, but mostly hate it. The first image of the showgirl with the ruffle jacket and the headpiece and the stunning beat, incredible. 
Then to reveal to the new delusion with a Merkin, it just wasn't captivating or exciting and it didn't match her at all. Um, I expected more. Like if you're going to go bearded woman, push it harder. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love this look. I just found it a bit dull. What like what's crazy is if you go to Instagram and see the editorial photos of this look, it looks stunning. Not on stage in in, in movement. It didn't work. Mm, yeah, no. Um, it's an elephant dung for me. Elephant dung for me also. Audience: thirty three percent clowning around, sixty seven percent elephant dung. Next up, Spanky Jackson. Look by Tara Dickinson. Um, she's a mind, but make it fresh. I love what she did. I think it's very beautiful. Reminds me of my dear friend Aria Derchi. Um, she's mad I said that, but she looks like Aria Derchi. Um, she's blending gender lines in this look. I think it's a typically male silhouette with feminine features. I wish the pants were not capris, but hey, she's tall. I get it. The face is perfect. The hat is Parisian. She could have done a clown, but when she went with something slightly different, she stood out in the right ways. Yeah, really enjoyed this look. I think the gender bending mix was great. The face was great. The hat was cute. I feel like you have this as a silk nighty that you wear to bed. I don't wear anything to bed, Michael. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, this is fun. This is cute. Michelle says she enjoyed Snatch Game. She could have taken it a bit further, but she did a darn good job. Reese loves the look and finds it super cute. He also is loving the progression of her face over the course of this, like a flip flip book. Rue calls the look high fashion and says that they are seeing little spanky grow in the competition. I don't know if high fashion is the word I would use for this, but okay, Rue, it's your show. Say whatever you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Clowning around for me. Yeah, clowning around for me. Audience, a little lukewarm on it. 65% clowning around, 35% elephant done. Yuri Guy, hair by Luciana Wiggs, look by Yuri. Um, she had a chance to win, but this look was a pure mess. She's giving you tatted woman, but also burlesque with lots of pearls. Do you think she's wearing the pearls like the gays wear the pearls nowadays? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Come. We've seen Yuri serve bold looks, and this is just so understated that it felt like it was wrong. Like it felt like she didn't care. I, I quite liked it. I think, okay, tell I, me I, why. I, why did you like it, Tom Faye? I enjoyed how not standard it was with the other types of clowny looks that everyone went for in a Cirque du So Gay, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. which is a lot more than just clown. Of um, course. And I think that more towards a burlesque, sexy character was a smart choice and a great choice. I really enjoyed the look. I I think for me, part of the disconnect was if she didn't tell us that the whole bodysuit part was a tattoo bodycon, I would I would have thought that might have actually been her actual body because she has so many tattoos already. Mm. So I didn't. It didn't shock me the way i think she wanted it to shock you like if you walked out with a full like bodysuit of tattoos that you would notice that on her it didn't reflect that same thing with um last season's uh, maxi shield like she's got tattoos and when they're there you see them and it takes away from the look so when she would not wear them see the tattoos you're like oh this is a moment there's a reason for it it just didn't 
connect for me in the, that way. Mm, and I will say, fun fact, Maxi Shield has been in my gym class the last two days. Oh, my God. Did you say hi? No. <laughs> Why not? Um, we were both dying. Neither of us could speak. She's been, she was on my podcast. I talked about you with her. Oh, sorry, Maxi. I'll say hi to her tomorrow. Please do. Please do. Uh, and ask her how's her movies going. I hope it's going well. Movie? She's in a movie. It's not a porno with Hannah Conda, is it? Oh, awesomes. I don't think so. <laughs> Rowan Barry Humphreys, and that's the porno no one should ever see. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> All right. Michelle says the super she got, the better it got. Rue asks if surprised her. Um, and Yuri says definitely. She thought she was just going to try and be a weird little mess that she doesn't know what she was doing. And she just was herself. Reese says that she's a lower energy performer and she knew how to work with that. He says the look is so sexy. makes him question a lot of choices he's made in his life. I personally did not love the look and I will call it elephant dung. I am going to give it, I'm going to disagree and give it a clowning around. The audience agreed with you, but it's just slightly. 56% clowning around, 44% elephant dung. Beverly Kills, hair by McCall, look by Savannah Fry, jewels by Miss Madison. Oh man, she missed the mark, but I will use that whip to whip her. Dear God, um, the look is supposed to be Lion Tamer, but it's just poorly executed. I like the color story. I like seeing her in a lighter hair color, um, but she could have taken a huge risk this week and it looked like she just fell a bit flat. Like she might have just had the gown and added accessories to it and called it a day. And the fact that it got messed up every time she walked was just so sad for her. Mm, I just found it a bit dull. Like it was a nice dress. Yeah, and it was fine. It was there. The concept was there, but it just wasn't exciting. Yeah. And throwing a whip around does not make it interesting. Well, that's the thing that's interesting because she preseason um, says she's a sideshow girl. And I was like, okay, I want to give us the sideshow. And like, yeah, we got the whip and that was cool, but we'd already seen the whip in her entrance. So it wasn't mm-hmm. no, it was not novelty. Yeah, it's like when you do a death drop in your second lip sync for your life. Well, all right. Michelle says the runway was really beautiful and she can crack that whip like nobody's business. When she was going to be Valve Garland, she thought it was going to be good to go with. And then she went nowhere. Reese was waiting till the end to get to the ding dong and it was not a ding dong. Rue asks her to walk her through the Snatch Game experience. Beverly says she didn't feel she was funny. She did the blacked out tooth because she was British. Bloop. Bev starts to get upset and says she can't shake the voice in her head, telling her that she doesn't deserve to be there. She didn't impress Rue herself, and Rue will say that voice will never go away, but that's fine. What she needs to do is balance it out with the other voice that says, bitch, I'm fucking fierce. Do you have that voice in your head? The bitch, I'm fucking fierce pun? Yeah. (laughs) No, no. No. I don't believe I do. Doesn't sound quite like that. Um, I loved, I just loved Rue's you know, reply being, your mental illness will never go away. Literally. Your insecurities are never going to leave you. You'll always feel like this. Oh, RuPaul. Always doing Thank you, job. RuPaul MD. Uh, it's an elephant dog. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's an, you don't apologize to me. It's an elephant dog. No, I'm apologizing well. to her because I love her. I see. Like, plain as an arrow root biscuit. The audience, 44% clowning around, 56% elephant dung. 
Molly Poppins, hair by Cuckave Kofal, look by Ronama Clothing, ruffles by Fatima Bush, nails by Royal Claws. I think the colors are beautiful. The pastels, blues, pur- pinks, purples pair well together with the black and white. Am I fearful that maybe she's just being gay pennywise? Sure am. Uh, would the cotton candy get me the same way that the balloon got Georgie? You bet. Um, her mug is spooky. Like she's actually kind of got a scary face in this look. Mm. Um, I do wish the hair was bigger. Her proportions were not right there. I, I need that wig to be like double that size. Okay, Michelle Visage. It's just because she has a very round face. I, I need it to go yeah. like Hannah does. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of this look? I really loved it. I think the um, I enjoyed how fun it was that she was bringing together the clown and then the fairy floss cotton candy, as you would call it. Um, it's not called cotton candy there? No, it's called fairy floss. What the fuck are you talking about? That's why, no one, that's why no one laughed at okay. Reese's, like comment when he said that because he was like, no, that's fairy floss with fairy okay. being a gay guy. Uh, um, wait, 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 wait. We need the etymology of this phrase. Fairy floss. Why is it called fairy floss? Floss. I think the floss, I feel, makes sense to you, doesn't what, it? Like, what, what, what is this? See that? See, for us, floss is a very different term. It's either the dance move or it's the thing you do to your teeth. Yeah, well, that's that to me still reads as flossy. Okay, okay, okay. What else? Why Why the fairy? Because it's colorful or it's gay oh, it or what? It comes back to something being gay and it actually it's probably one of those derogatory terms that needs to be moved away from. All right, we're going to we're gonna do some research it. on fairy floss. Okay. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I love that the... Um, the circus food was brought into the yes. circus look. When was the last time you went to a circus? Um, the last time I went to a circus was um, probably a drag night that you took me to, Michael. Oh, <laughs> um, that was mean because you are making fun of someone who may be on television soon. I don't me. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, there it is. There it is. I'm going to be on Celebrity Apprentice. No. Oh. Um, no, last time I went to the circus, I think I was 19. Mm-hmm. I got pulled up into the ring. <gasps> of course you Not did. how I was wanting to. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I technically, I guess, if we do call Cirque du Soleil a good circus, then I went in 2018. Went to two of them. Oh, yeah. No, I did go to Cirque du Soleil. I, I was thinking more, you know. Circus, circus. You know, one with a big top. Ah-ha-ha. Uh-huh. So me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right michelle says little candy floss look is fun and clowny she's light says her makeup is beautiful and her hair is cute she says she could have gone anywhere with a little peck but it wasn't funny she made him regular reese says it looks rue says it looks good with her sister and reese says it wasn't quite there for him um uh, 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 i'll go to clowning around uh yeah clowning around yes audience 78 percent clowning around 22 percent elephant dung and finally hanaconda look by alpi Hair by wigs by vanity. Where is she? What do you mean? Where is she? Why is she not on the show? She's She's on on everyone's head. She's not on the show. She was supposed to be on season one. She broke herself. She's not on season two. Where the fuck is she? Is she waiting for next season? Who knows? All right, Hannah, this was so beautiful. Just in the way she painted her face, she told a great story. I love the black and white motif. She looks like a porcelain clown doll. 
But as Mama Pow says on Drag Race Philippines, the shoes, they're horrible. Please burn them, Hannah. Never again wear those fucking pumps. They're so boring. I didn't notice the shoes because I was blown away by everything else. Like, yeah. I, I cannot fault this. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quickly looking for a picture of the shoes. The shoes. Uh, listeners, if you are not watching Drag Race Philippines, you're only getting half the story. Go watch it. It's really good. It's really, really yeah. good. Um, the shoes. They're just black little shoes, aren't they? Yeah, black they're boring. They're terrible. Burn them. They made the look, they turned the look pedestrian. Okay, well, I missed that and I apologize. Like what I would have done, here's what I would have done. I would have taken a pair like that. I would have painted them the Harlequin black and white. Tie the look into the shoes. Okay. Yeah, very cool. All right. Yeah. But, you know, there's still black, but I guess it was a simple choice. Yeah. Michelle thinks her look is beautiful and her makeup is top notch. She says she nailed Liza. It was beautifully done. Reese says it was so funny. She kicked it in the dink, ripped it off, and then threw the dick out the window. And I was like, oh, that's very graphic. Okay, Reese. Rue couldn't wait to come to her because she editorialized Liza and it was great. This look is a clowning around. Absolute clowning around. Audience loved it. 92% clowning around, 8% elephant dung. Who is these 8%? That's what I'd like to know. We'll find, I'll have to tell you. I just want the feedback. Uh, Rue's going to decide that Queen Kong will step forward and go backstage. You are safe. I Fine. found this a really strange way to, um, for Rue to say that because when she first said, I Queen Kong, you were the only queen that's safe. No, you were the only one that is safe. That read as if the six were up for elimination. I was like, hang on. <laughs> I just found it didn't didn't make, it didn't flow, but that's fine. I'm not a producer. No. Well, we meet Queen backstage and she is sipping her cocktail and she's bored. I mean, I would be bored too. Like literally, what is she going to do for what? Three, Mm -hmm. probably at three hours of that um, critique session. She's what? How many drinks would you go through not being able to talk to anybody? Well, the tops and Mm -hmm. bottoms return and many things. It's Hannah's win. It was a risk and it paid off. Beverly has had the guts kicked out of her because she knows she's in the bottom again. She will tell Hannah that her hat is off to her. She will then say when she heard she was doing Liza, she thought, well, it had been done twice before, but someone also won. And in her head, she felt like Hannah was cheating. And I was like, ooh, that's an accusation. Cheating? No, it's not cheating, for God's sake. Like, no. To be fair, like, if you think it's cheating, that's on you. Like, yeah, you can reuse material, but that's on the judges to say it's derivative and, and good or not. Mm. Her. Exactly. Her Liza was different than Alexis Michelle's Liza. Very different. Yeah. So there are two different interpretations of the same person. <laughs> Spanky's going to ask Beverly how she's feeling because she thinks she needs to be a bit more honest with them, which I was like, okay, that's now coming from Spanky. And this is Minnie Cooper sitting in the back being like, see, I told you so, bitch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad she didn't say that, but you knew she was very happy with how this was happening because the girls were not happy with Beverly. 
Um, Bev says she tried to tell herself that she did great, but she wished she had the ability to back herself up and believe in herself. But she says she's a proven lip syncer, to which Queen will say that a lip syncer is different than a superstar. She's just being honest. Welcome, Queen Kong, to the chat. Mm. I feel like we missed something. I really feel like we missed something. Yeah, like it very quickly, like that was shots fired out of what felt like it, nowhere. Um, it escalated very fast. First, you have Spanky coming for um, Beverly, then Han- and then Queen, who is so level-headed, we have not seen any conflict with her from with anybody, goes in on Beverly. What the fuck just happened? What did we miss? What did we not see? Yeah, I'm, I'm, my only thoughts is that something else happened right then and there, or everyone I mean, felt like this the entire time and we were right. only shown Mini. We're going to potentially see a blow up between Queen and Beverly next week, uh, though that could be all producer blindside. But Queen will say to Beverly that she's cute, but she's a fucking superstar queen. She says, Google her. How about that? Um, yeah, this child is a brat. And to the room, they're going to say in the bottom the first two weeks, all right? Uh, yeah, you're going to say that to the room girl? To Queen Kong? Okay. What are we missing? What is happening? This tension in the room got thick. Yeah. Minnie knows she wasn't in the game. She will say that she hates that she hurt Beverly's feelings and she hates that she hurt someone. She also knows she's going to be up against Beverly. So she's not in a great headspace. And then all of a sudden, we're going to cut to Minnie crying and says she can't do this. She needs to go lip sync a song and have fun. And Hannah reminds her that she also has to go kick Beverly out too. Okay, now Hannah's in on this. What is happening? Yeah, it's turned from Beverly Kills into just kill Beverly. It's so bizarre. Um, I really hope we're going to learn a little bit what happened. Like maybe like next week, an untucked exclusive or something. But who? Oh, this, she became the enemy. She's the villain. Mm. I'll attempt okay. to gain some intel. Please, please do. Molly doesn't know where she stands in the competition. She didn't realize she was this versatile. Uh, mm-hmm. Molly thinks it's her and Bev uh, because the judges love Minnie. And Hannah tells her to get out of her head. But she has to first untangle her earbuds because she can't with her fucking nails. Molly just wants to stay away from the bottom and go back to being that dom top. And I was like, that's my job. And how's that going for you? It's not. I, I can't. Yeah, aren't you unemployed? No. <laughs> All right. Well, Rue has decided that Hannah Conda is the winner of the week. She fucking did and wins $5,000 courtesy of the star. Uh, do you think it's actually $5,000 or it's like, here's a chip for $5,000. Go use it at our casino. I feel like it's probably five thousand New Zealand dollars. I feel like it's probably uh, even five thousand Australian dollars. Like, and so five thousand New Zealand dollars is like <laughs> four thousand eight hundred Australian dollars, which is what in American dollars? Because you're less than our, we are, right? Yeah, it's probably only rough guess three grand, three grand at the oh, moment. Boring. Yeah, yeah. The prize money of fifty grand is not even enough to buy a Mini Cooper. What's funny in Dragos Philippines, their prize is of one million pesos, which is equivalent to seventeen thousand dollars in America. I know it's your first season, but you gotta find you gotta find a bedo. Come on. All right. 
Yuri, Spanky, Molly are safe, leaving Minnie and Beverly as the bottom two. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know who I would have replaced her with, but I personally would have put Molly in the bottom. I just think her portrayal of Orville Peck was so bad, and she had more. She had more stumbles than I thought the other two did, because it just wasn't there. I think it's more that just her Molly saved her. Yeah, but like Molly in the Snatch Game was boring, but Bev was bad, bad, like uncomfortably not funny, not just yeah. dull. Are you ready for a brilliant song choice? Oh, yeah. It's Dance in the Dark by Lady Gaga. Oh, we're pulling out the early shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here's what I will say. Minnie Cooper is a very classically trained drag performer and performer in general. She belongs to the camp of full package characterization. She was dressed as a clown on Heelys. She performed as that character trying to do the song. I get her intent. It was true to Minnie Cooper. The song was just not for her in this moment. Yeah. If you looked at Reese's face, he was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Yeah. It was um, unfortunate that it came down to being that song for Minnie. Um, because, yeah, that's exactly how she performed it. And you have to you give know. her credit because she committed to it. She committed to the bit. Yeah. The bit. True, um, full on committed professional. Mm -hmm. Just Beverly, though. To the wrong thing. Yeah. Beverly, though, is clearly a little monster. Uh, she heard those words prove that, like, you, as long as you give your emotion and Minnie Cooper's running around the stage, you can, in fact, win. Yeah. Um, Sadly, the Super Duper Minnie Cooper's time on Drag Race has come to an end. She is eliminated as Beverly Kills is here to stay. Um, now, before we get to the elimination, I, I did neglect one bit of um, this episode that has been going around the internet. Now, obviously, this is a circus theme. Um, there is sometimes magic involved in the circuses, right? Yeah. Did you notice that Hanaconda can teleport? I did. Isn't she clever? She can do anything, that woman. We're now getting to the point where we're critiquing everything the editors do wrong, whether it is um, bad subtitles, bad editing, um, Drag Race Philippines included a cameraman in the shot, um, the teleportation. That was wild. Look, add it to the skill set. Literally. Yeah. Can I just say Minnie Cooper had one of the best exit lines in the show history? Yeah, I enjoyed that. Before I go, is this where we do the reshoot and send Beverly home? Fucking funny. That was so yeah. good. I have some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Yeah, hit me. This is your time to honor your dear pal, Minnie Cooper. What is Minnie's legacy? I hope it's not I hope it's not poor delivery. Right? Yeah, I just I think Minnie Cooper was really a very unique addition to the world of drag race because clearly she's had a career. She is known for what she does. And she's a good drag artist, but not she, every good drag artist is good for drag race. 
Yeah, um, and that's it. Minnie's been around forever. Everybody knows Minnie. She you go to see Minnie Cooper, a fucking legend, just as Beverly put it. Um, and yeah, I think it is probably fair to say that Minnie's legacy will be that she is a real queen. Yeah, a no bullshit. Um, I, I'm excited to see what Drag Race will do for Minnie. I mean, I, I have seen that maybe she she might be a little bitter. She might be a little upset. Um, I know I saw in one interview that she did believe it was going to be a double save, but that them's the breaks, kid. Uh, but no, it's mm-hmm. refreshing to see a queen of a certain age on the show and just honor what she does. More of this, which means next season or I guess season sixteen. Spoiler. Put Aggie Dune on Drag Race. If you don't know who Aggie Dune is, Google her. One of her besties is Mrs. Kasha Davis. They, if, if you want to see one of the best interpretations and impressions of Reba McIntyre, it's Aggie Dune. Oh my God, okay. it's brilliant. Um, okay. So that's my pitch. More old people. We love it. Um, also, can I, people, I can, I, can, want, I, yeah. can I just say something and I'm not trying to be shady. I don't know what Minnie Cooper has done, if she's done anything or she's aging naturally. Good for you. I, I love that. But she's like three years older than Raja and Raja looks like she's 12. She's not three years older. They're the same Younger. age. They're the same age. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I think, so I think they're both 50, aren't they? They're about 50, that. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that's exactly what I was about to say to you in that you say you call Minnie a queen of a certain age. Fucking Raja. <laughs> well, she's definitely had work done and she'll probably admit that too. Um, yeah. Also, she, she, she's super brown. She, she does not age. She looks incredible. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I think this is great. I think this it's groundbreaking and, and continue to put queens who've been around on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's girl group time. What is your favorite Aussie girl group? <laughs> um, I am going to go with The Young Divas, which was a <laughs> um, post-Australian Idol mashup of four different queens. Uh-huh. That, four different queens, four different girls who um, did not win and they just shoved them together to make a Supergirl group and they did and it worked. Are they still around? Um, no, um, um, one's in jail for tax fraud, one cool. was in jail for um, trying to bribe their driving instructor, teacher person. Um, yeah, you know, it was a little bit of a hot mess. Um, Are there other girl groups in Australia? I feel like we don't hear about girl groups coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, there. Well, with the Veronicas, right? Yeah, yeah. Girl group, girl duo, girl, girl duo. I guess. Um. Yeah, no. There's been a lot of Australian groups. I just can't think off the top of my head any other the just girl groups though. I can think of a lot of mixed ones. Oh, Bardo, uh, Sophie Monk. That uh-huh, was um uh-huh. her girl group. Um, they've got some bangers. So yeah, okay. You're yeah, known yeah. for your Kylie Minogue, and that's about it. And how? That's a good rim. <laughs> Delta good rim. Uh huh. That's the drag name. Um, I've heard a rumor she went from the show next week. We'll find out. Ooh. We'll find out. Um, 
after four episodes, the winner of the season is. I think it's Hannah Conda. Okay. I'm just going to still go with Queen Kong. Mm -hmm. Um, She got to win. She's needed to win. Something's got to happen soon. I think Spanky almost won this week as well, which would have just, if she won again, she would, the season's over. So I think Hannah needed to win. Mm -hmm. I know we had the conversation with Hannah and Queen. I just fear what will happen if Hannah wins. I don't want the fandom to destroy the entire season. That conversation. Um, I'm not saying she, she doesn't deserve to win, mm-hmm. but it's a toxic fandom and it will turn on her so fast. And I don't want her to get that backlash. Yeah, I, know, I don't want that. I, I, I know there is a lot of heat still when it comes to um, um, Scarlett Adams, mm-hmm. who may not be doing the work the way that Hannah Conda is. I can't speak for anything. All I know is that. Scarlett Adams had a great time in Europe the past month, so good for her. Um, yeah, I thought I hadn't seen her lurking around the streets. Yeah, she's been she's been doing the Pride tour of Europe, um, oh. and we also know um, that the upcoming season one and season two tour, that et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, has quit has because she, she refuses to work with Scarlett. Well, that would be the only job that Scarlett's had since Drag Race. On aired. So, um, so um, that was. That, I thought it was strange, to be honest, that she's on it. <laughs> right. That's what I found interesting. So, I also would love to know what her take of Hannah is, but she might have a different experience because I guess they both are Sydney queens. So, they might have a different relationship. I don't know. Um, but she did not name Hannah in reference okay. to this. Yeah. And look, it's not for, I'm not, I, I'm not a person that can decide right. whether. Hannah has made full reparations or not. Um, right. However, I think that Hannah has been a lot more professional and mature in her approach to I agree. making amends. I agree. So, like, again, if Hannah were to win, I think queens. as far as Hannah on the show, she is definitely worthy of a, of a victory at the end of the season. Um, but we just we just know what Drag Race does to people. And, and it's just a matter of whether it fits the brand. Exactly. Um, which is why I think Queen Con wins. But we'll see. We'll see. She got to prove herself first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I know if Spanky wins, it's basically the same person as Kidamine. So that would be weird. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. All right, Tom Faye, where can we find you on social media? Any money giving apps and, and, and anything else you want to talk about? Um, we don't have any money giving apps. However, um, feel free to donate to your local charity of which may be in line with um this week in australia we have wear it purple day which is fostering and supporting young lgbt australians nice. and i don't know what your equivalent in the u.s is you can i'm sure very sure donate to the australian one um but your local young queer people I is love where that. your money can go have you adopted or fostered a, a young queer person no, I haven't. No, they're just a slightly older. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Loop. Tom Faye, 
Thank you for making me wake up early to talk to you. Thank you for keeping me up past my bedtime. A huge thanks to Tom for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.